It's road time. Welcome to Rolanda On Demand. I love my podcast because we not only tackle the tough issues of the day, but we deal with hot topics, celebrity interviews, and information that can help you in your business or relationships. This is Rolanda On Demand. I am so excited to have Sheila Robinson. Dr. Sheila Robinson is my guest today because she's not only just a really cool sister, she's also my home girl from North Carolina. And one of those women that you turn to when you want to get a pulse on what's happening with women today. She's always been one of those fighters and so present when we talk about diversity and inclusiveness in business and in life. Dr. Sheila Robinson is the founder, publisher, and CEO of Diversity Woman Media. Now, that's a multifaceted company that helps customers drive and deliver business results through diversity, inclusion, and talent development initiatives. But she's also an author of two books, Lead by Example, an insider's look at how to successfully lead in corporate America and entrepreneurship, and also your toolkit for success, the professional woman's guide for advancing to the C-suite. Now, you know, Dr. Robinson was a big muckety-muck over there at DuPont, and uh, maintains her presence in the business community. But I really like what she's doing with her media presence. And that is bringing women together. She does a big conference every year. I, we're gonna have to talk with her about how she's doing uh, the, during COVID times. But she also does Wellness Wednesdays and is always out there uh, really pushing women. I have spoken at her conferences before, but I like speaking with her one-on-one -on -one even more. Hi, Sheila. Welcome to Rolanda On Demand. Well, hello, Rolanda On Demand, who is the pioneer of all that you just said. And thank you for what you have done to inspire me, to make me feel that it was possible. So you have been a, a, a media mogul and um, one of the most successful women I know to come out of our hometown and successful women in business, period. And so, you know, happy Women's History Month. I can't think of a better person to celebrate this day with than you, someone who I have uh, followed, uh, aspired to be like, and listen, you mentored me and you didn't even know you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know all that. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. It's, it's amazing. That's remember our parents always tell us, you never know who's watching you. I've been watching you Rolanda for a long time. And I thank you for your leadership and all that you have done for women that look like me. So it, that gave us the um the courage the courage to go out there um uh, and and pursue our own dreams and goals yeah well i tell you i i, I sure do appreciate that sheila because it makes you think all that blood sweat and tears was worth it <laughs> yes, you know it when, when you're yes, in there fighting in the networks and you're fighting to get your your seat at the table you 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 don't always remember that you're doing it for for hundreds of years to come after you for for women who will follow you and they won't have Absolutely. to fight that fight because you took care of it for them. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's uh, that's part of our history and I really appreciate what you say, but Sheila, you do it, honey. You, you really do. 
Um, you know, I'm so proud of, of what you have established when I came to your conference. It was just amazing to meet so many amazing women and to look at your magazines and see all the women who are highlighted. I mean, we are doing it. It just, that gives encouragement um, as well to say that even if you came through 40 years in, 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 the, in the business that, you know, a business of sharks, um, that you weren't alone, that there were other women doing it their way in their areas and their arenas. And all of us have value to share that takes us to the next step. Where do you think we are as women? You know, you, you, the, you women and, and um, business is your thing. Where are we today? Well, I'll tell you what, we had made some great strides as women. I mean, if you look at it, it took a hundred years for us to have the right to vote, you know, that fight, you know, the fight of cl crashing through the glass ceiling, then the fight for women of color to crash through the cement ceiling, you know, because historically their climb was even further down. They had further down the ladder to climb up. And then the ceiling was even harder for them to break. You know, I always try to see the glass half full. Um, so I'm going to speak on the fact that I am very proud of the women like Dr. Maya Angelou, Dorothy Hyde, Dr. Janetta Cole, Dr. Julianne Malvo. You know, I could talk of several women that have really done some amazing things to make it possible for us to be here uh, where we are today. But we have so much more work to do and we cannot get complacent. We cannot think, OK, we have arrived because the work there is more work to do. And, you know, unfortunately, the past year with uh, COVID-19, you know, the, the killing of George Floyd, you know, um, all the, um, you know, all the racial reckoning that um, that we you know, that exists, um, it makes us, it, it feels like that we're going backwards, but I think that things were being swept underneath the carpet. And what, what is that little word when they say y'all better be woke? And there were some unwoke, there were some unwoke folk, as we might say from old, you know, old, the old folks say some unwoke folk. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of things happened in 2020 to really shake some things up. And um, if anything, um, you know, so, so unfortunate what, what the horrendous year we had in 2020 and all the horrible things that happened. And we as um, Americans, you know, our resilience, we, you know, we're just prone to fight back, create solutions, move forward and, um, you know, do what we need to do to, you know, for, for, for the sake of uh, humankind, for the sake of humanity. And, and so there are some people that are, you know, trying to do some things. I'll, I'll put it like this. I am very, very happy to see how the organizations responded. Many, many organizations responded um, having town halls with their people and their people of color after uh, George Floyd's death. Many um, companies responded with telling their employees they didn't have to worry about, um, you know, losing their job with COVID. But what, what happened that, that makes me feel that we're going backwards is that millions of women had to leave their jobs um, to care for 
their households and their, and educate their kids from school. So, you know, as as much work that still needs to be done, needed to be done prior to 2020 and the steps backwards that we've had to take in 2020. And I, I have to say, you know, I am a bit discouraged. However, I am ready for the fight. I'm ready for the fight to take it on. Well, you know, it's kind of like as we look back in history of this past year, uh, particularly with George Floyd, as you brought up, it was, I feel, it was really women, Black women, who said, oh, hell to the no. Enough Mm -hmm. is enough. And I Mm -hmm. think that there is, you know, and I'm not a mother, but I'm a godmother and I'm an auntie. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, I... I bonded with other women in our children are being killed in the street. Our men and children are being killed in the street. And I think it was a, it was a woman's collective view. And I think that's what got a lot of our sisters who are allies to, to the African-American cause um, that said, you know what, as a woman, I can't stand by and see this happen either. I think that's, that is something that historically we will remember that women, particularly black women, stood up and said, oh, hail to the no. And it turned Georgia on its ear. It got the attention out there, the Black Lives Matter movement going. I, I, th- I really think that that is what will go down in history of what women did as well. And I agree with you. And my hope for in the spirit of Women's History Month and the reason that I like working with women of all races, cultures and backgrounds is that because we do have the power to influence our dinner tables. You know, we determine how our spouses go into their workplaces and playgrounds. We determine how our kids go back into their schools and their playgrounds. We can, we as women, and I mean all women across the board, it doesn't matter your race or culture. We as women this month, if nothing else, we need to look back, all women, look back on what has happened and take a stand to do something and influence what is going on in our homes behind closed doors and for the sake of humanity start creating systemic you know systemic change starts at the dinner table systemic change starts right there educating your families and taking a stand for what you're going to stand for and you know if we as women can unite and do that we can influence our communities you know not only our families our communities our society and our country so, you know, you know, it's because if truth be told, if truth be told, that's where hate starts. So if hate starts, because you're not born with hate in your heart. If, you, if hate starts at the dinner table, then certainly love, peace, equality, and um, justice for all can start there. And, you know, I, I don't want to get off of what so that's what I'm trying to throw Women's History Month in. There's so much that is happening. Uh, you know, what the attack on the Asian community this year. We had the attack on the African American, uh, on the black com- African American slash black community last year. You know, and, and it, it continues on. It, it, it has a stop. But we as a, as a, um, as human, we as a human race, all of us, have got to take a stand and to stop um, what has been happening with our country. You know, because as you say, as a mother, Rolanda, what I experienced as a woman from the South, 
It doesn't matter how many college degrees I have, how successful I am in business, how many lives that I have helped. I can walk out my door and I could be the next George Floyd. It doesn't matter. It is because when, when your race is attacked and your agenda is attacked, it doesn't matter what your contribution to society is. You know, we all are at risk of losing our lives. And we'll be right back after this with Dr. Sheila Robinson of Diversity Woman Magazine. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist, Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Road time. Welcome back to Rolanda On Demand. I love what you said. We have the power to change the conversation at our dinner tables. You know, that that that's deep. That really is. And people are always like, well, how, what can we do? You know, the Asian attacks have just been horrendous. And the one that we saw when that woman was flung across a New York City sidewalk it looked horizontally. She was thrown. She looked like a feather the way that guy threw her. She was mm -hmm. the fourth attack that day alone. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, we're seeing, while we're seeing an increase in that, we're also hearing an increase in the cry of what can we do? And, you know, that whole thing of lit peace begin with me. Well, there's a lot of truth to that. And maybe it starts at the dinner table. It really does. I mean, we have mm -hmm. to, as women say, not in my house. That look, you exactly. don't let them, you look, you don't let those children and and men run amok and you put your foot down on a whole lot of other things. Maybe you mm -hmm. need to start being self-aware and, and community conscious to say, no, 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 no. We're not look, I heard somebody one time say that every every time, every weekend when their family watched the football games, said Papa would scream at the TV, look at them N-words run. Look at that N-word run. 
And finally, she said, Papa, not in my house. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. in my house. And just one little stand like that uh, yes. sets a tone and the children see that. So I think that, you know, listen, we all have prejudices of some sort, but things have just run amok now. And we even have to check ourselves on the little things. And, you know, you just can't let little things go by anymore because you they can't turn let into, it go. You can't let it go. Not in my house. Yeah, and neither in the workplace either. And that is why the workplace, um, the work that we do in a workplace around this this topic is so important as well. And, and, you know, I've heard uh, the famous author, Mayor Francis Winter, talk about the intersectionality of uh, racial injustices with diversity, equity, and inclusion. Because I call it when the walls of the workplace, when the windows of the world impact the walls of the workplace. It used to be a time, remember, Rolanda, where what happened outside your workplace, as soon as you go in the door, you know, it's a whole different culture. You don't bring that garbage in the workplace. That the walls of the workplace no longer exist. You cannot ignore what is happening outside of the workplace because those those people, those mentalities, those emotions, those feelings, they're walking into your workplace. And if you don't address it, that's going to impact your productivity, your talent, and your 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 uh, proper your profits of your organization. And so that's and and also your customers, your customers, the people outside your walls are your customers. And so I think that corporations are really taking the lead on addressing all these negative things that are happening against women and against people of color. And I think. I thank our male allies. I think there are a lot of men that I am working with that are doing some wonderful things. I thank our male allies and and advocates who are are, are taking action to make sure that um, women will women will reach eventually meet parity, you know, and that we will have uh, a fair and equal chance uh, in the workplace um, with, with just justice. Yeah. Well, I tell you, it's it's going to be a whole different day. If we ever go back to the offices and the workplaces, it will be a different culture creature when we get back because of so much that has happened. I tell you, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just going to say it. Everywhere I look, I see Black people now. I mean, <laughs> you know, I just watched the Golden Globes. There were Black people everywhere. I look at commercials. I hear Black voices. I hear Black, black cartoon, Black... You know, it's like, I don't, I, I'm sure it had a lot to do with the Black Lives Matter. Um, but I, you know, I look at Netflix and all of these movies that I've never seen more Black movies in my entire life on television. And I think that well, that a is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Long it's, overdue. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And let's, let's, you know, let's hope that this sustainability. I hope that, you know, all the, and I salute the founders of Black Lives Matter. And I hope that um, society is finally educated that Black Lives Matter only means, d- does mean, it, it means the same thing as All Lives Matter. We, we have to say it because we have not been included in All Lives Matter. So mm-hmm. finally, thank you for including us. Thank you for including Black lives in all lives because all of our lives do matter. And I, you know, I, 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 I feel you when you're saying that um, you've been seeing a lot, but you could have been seeing it too because it was Black History Month. Okay, so let's see. Well, let's now see that's true. Happens. 
Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens the rest of the year, Rolanda. And then listen, Dr. Sheila, I say all the time, that's called it what we used to call it in the news business back in the day when you had one in the newsroom, window dressing the set. Let's see how mm -hmm. you know the pendulum swings both ways. And uh, we'll see what that means. But 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 maybe, you know, the, the thing about it is I wonder oftentimes, do white people watch our black movies? Do they watch our history? Do they watch our documentaries? Um, if they do, then there's a wonderful chance to learn about so much history. I was so proud of Audra, who took that globe, Golden Globe, I mean, beating out Frances McDermott and Viola Davis in her first debut as an actor on film. It's just unfreaking real. But she did the hell out that Billie Holiday movie. But I also noticed that it wasn't just the Billie Holiday movie. It was Billie Holiday versus the United States because she wouldn't stop singing Strange Fruit, which I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot lately <laughs> coming up. Yeah. But, so, also, yes. but, but also every movie, it seems, that was big this year dealt with a Black historic struggle in some way. So maybe, yeah. you, you know, when you understand the full 360 of something, you know, when, when you're prepared and you're educated, when you're prepared, you're no longer scared. And I think it's the, it's yeah. the, the, the abyss of not knowing anything about us not knowing mm -hmm. anything about us that is so frightening to people and justifiably so if you want to stay in the dark and, and not educate yourself. But, um, you know, that, that now is the time. You know, I was just thinking like as writers and in the students, we're taught about Steinberg and Shakespeare and all of these writers, Mark Twain and all these people. But what happens to the August Wilsons and the James Baldwins? We aren't taught those unless you go to an HBCU. So I think there's a lot of stuff that has to change and it deals well, with education. Exactly. It's education, man. Education. You know? And it, you know, there should be American history is a requirement in black history. Um, black American history should be a requirement. And, you know, they have it listed in the school system as a, an elective, but it should be a re requirement for all students. Um, because African-American literature. Yes. And if we start, you know, educating, you know, all Americans, I, my, my, my hope is that one day people realize that nobody is blaming you because you don't have the problems of people of color, but it's not that it's what, what, what we concerned about. Don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. You know, we 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 have we all have inherited stuff. If you think of where we are today, I just don't think that we can make progress as as women or as um as a human race by pointing the fingers of what happened yesterday. I think what happened yesterday needs to be education and key. And if you don't know your history, there is no future and say, hey, let's make sure these things don't happen and let's be a part of the solution. Mm. And certainly the solution is eliminating all of these biases and negative things uh, from from the past. You know, systemic change has got to take place because I hope that this country don't learn the hard way that th there are no winners in racism and sexism. There's no winners. The oppressed 
and or the oppressor. There are no winners. And if you think that our economy and our positioning as a leader of the world will not be impacted if we don't fix, you know, these problems here, you know, yet another thing coming. So it's time for, um, it, it is time for America to step up to the plate and do the right thing. Time not in my out. house. Not in my okay. house. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Not, not in, in my, my house. house. Do, I, do Sheila, the right thing. Do the right thing. And you know, you can't eliminate everything because there's always going to be some asshole out there. You may not be able to eliminate it, but you can be called on it. Not in my house. We are not going to tolerate this. And um, I think that that's that's it. And I think, you know, as I've always believed, if there's ever going to be peace in this world, it's going to come from women and Western yeah. women. Um, you know, it was also amazing that while we were so distracted by all the crap under Trump, we didn't see how many women around the world were being elected as presidents of their countries. Um, there's so much going on worldwide. And I think that, um, you know, maybe because we've been stuck at home and maybe because there's so many apps out there now that connect us through audio and the podcast and clubhouse and all of these things that the world, those walls are blurring now, you know, we're all one. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that um, a lot of people don't understand, you know, that the, their eyes are on us and making sure we do the right thing the way we go around looking at other countries saying y'all doing the right thing. So we're going to be held accountable, I, I think. But I think that women are going to lead it. I say there are two kinds of people on this earth, Sheila, women and people who come from women. And that's, that's, that's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. I love it. But you know what? As a woman, all I can do is my part. And my right. part is when things start to happen, all I want to do is how can I pitch in and help? What can I make? What can I mail? Who can I talk to? And so I initially started out trying to provide women, all women, everything that we need, you know, stress and mindfulness to educate, you know, to educate ourselves that we need to put our mask on first because our resilience is wavering. You know, how are we sleeping? What is our nutrition like? You know, I don't call it eating disorder. I call it eating out of order. Am I eating, eating out, out of order? You cover all of these wonderful topics of wellness every Wednesday. Tell us about Wellness Wednesdays and how that all started, because I think that was such a brilliant move, uh, especially for your tribe and, and anybody else who's listening. Um, to take a minute and just like you said, the things you listed there, to, to put your mask on first, girl. Take care of yourself. Tell us about Wellness first. Wednesday. Yeah, so, you know, while I love our male allies and advocates, don't get me wrong, I am depending on women. I have, I am so fascinated by the network of women I have the opportunity to know, and they're women of all races, cultures, and backgrounds. And I knew that our resilience were wavering as hard as we were trying to keep up with our work. I knew that we needed to put something out there to help us, um, you know, help, help me just get through this week. And, um, and, and because I was really concerned as I was hearing what some of the women were going through and why women were, were dropping out of the workplace. And so that was that was my part to offer something free of charge to bring on a different speaker that could address the sleep, mental wellness, uh, mindfulness, 
um, nutrition, anything weekly. And then we're having a um, a national conference free of charge. And if you want it, uh, if you want to hear anything about uh, join the Wellness Wednesday or the conference, just go to diversitywoman.com right up at the top. You can click on free of charge to any of these initiatives. And I uh, I applied and received uh, from the National Archives Day the uh, the pro- proclamation that April 30th and every last Friday of April. Um, hereafter is going to be designated as World Women's Wellness Day. I am trying to bring women all over the world together for us to take a minute to, to look at where are we, do our checklist, have I taken my physicals, am I eating out of order, am I sleeping pro- properly, and if nothing else, if you need to take a day, you have permission to take that Friday as your mental wellness day. Amen. Amen. I tell you, because there's so much going on right now, Sheila, and there's so much so much going on in our heads and in our lives, and a lot of it we don't have control over. You know, a lot of us like to micromanage our lives and this ain't the time, you know. And, I appreciate- and the virtual the virtual world is harder. I mean, think about it. And I, we're I've so isolated. Thought- we're so isolated and you know. I never thought I would look forward to the day to drive to the airport, park my car, go sit at the gate, then get on the plane. Look at all the time that I had to rest. You don't have that anymore. You turn on a computer and you're at the meeting. And guess what? Since you ain't have to do all that, you can get right to the next meeting. Okay, That's so right. everything is back to back to back to back and never realizing those moments that were in between travel, checking into your hotel, getting ready to the time to go to your meeting. But like you said earlier, those days are over and I doubt very seriously that we will be traveling as we have before to, you know, workplace meetings. However, I do believe that we will um we will meet again. We will be together again, <laughs> but it we will, will be together it will be it will be in situations where only those ga- gatherings will accomplish the goal but anything that can any goals that can be accomplished virtually it's a done deal you know but but you know there will be many goals that are not going to be able to be accomplished uh virtually and those are the the times that we can look forward to being in person again yeah but i tell you what those businesses have saved so much money not paying all for all those offices you're gonna be at home for a while so (laughs) But 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 you're right. It's like all the hours blend together and there is no end of the day or beginning. You know, it's just like it's it's crazy, really crazy. Yeah. Uh, But also a time to be creative and chaos breeds opportunity. And a lot of us are finding opportunities in new and different ways. That's why I was so thankful that when you did your Wellness Wednesday, you had me come on and talk about the art of reinvention because um, that was beautiful. That was beautiful because that's what we're doing. We're reinventing. That's what we're doing. And even if it's like on the wellness, we're reinventing the way we take care of ourselves and, um, you know, not putting everything behind us, like putting everybody else first, you know, put your, like I love, put your mask on first girl. And uh, then we're, we're prepared to, to take care of 
all the things that we insist on taking care of. And maybe we don't need to take care of as much this year as we did last year because we're putting things in priority and, 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 and giving it levels of importance. You know, some things you just have to let go. That's part of our reinvention too, letting go so new stuff can come in. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. And I was doing a book signing years ago, and some guy says, David, two words changed my life. Two words changed my life. And I said, and, and God was speaking to me, because I am rather obtuse at times. I said, be happy. What? Three words. Be happy now. Be huh? happy now. Be happy, be happy now. There's more Rolanda next. Talk. Listen. Connect. Yeah, you know, the, the mindset of women, and I know me personally, I talk about myself, is that I used to think that if I take care of my my spouse and my daughter and my work and everything, that I will be taking care of me. And what I realized today is if I don't, t- I take and when I take care of me first, I am more productive. I accomplish more. I'm more successful, and I'm happy too. And you know, happy, peace, health, and wealth. You know, there is no wealth without health, okay? And so that's what I am trying to help women understand that while we are great nurturers and we are great, we do have all these skills where we have empathy and we care about others, but we have to, in order to to make that care be effective and accomplish that goal with others, it starts with us first. That's right. Have you ever had a, a real reinvention moment? Yes, I have. I have. I've had two two major reinventions back in 2008 when, you know, coming out with a print publication and, you know, the stock market fell and nobody was answering my phone calls and nobody was calling me and and people were telling me, uh, print is dead. You're going to have to close. I was I was remember being in the office. Um, an incubator with all of these small businesses and, and seeing all of these people shutting their business down. And it's like I was holding my head. And I remember them telling me, Sheila Prentice dead. You got to go digital. You got to go digital. And, you know, I have realized that I do listen to others and I take advice and I, and I take what is needed, but I have to act on my beliefs and what drives me. And so I had to sit back and I realized that while I will have a digital piece in my business, that I was not going to um, just turn into a digital business because number one, that wasn't where my passion was. And number two, um, at a time where no money existed and everything was shutting down, I couldn't afford I couldn't afford to go in an area that I was ignorant to. And so I took, you know, less than 30 days. I had sit, hit reset, re, I, I mean, reset, reimagine, created an entire business model. And fast forward from 2008 to 2016, uh, you know, tripled my business. And literally, uh, I mean, two, from 2008 to, two, to 2021, I, I'm still in business, and um, and that's that's what eight years, um, not even eight years. Long time ago. I mean, I've been in business sixteen years. I've been in business sixteen years. So you know, the thing about it is, I had to do the same thing last year. 
So, yeah, I've had to reinvent my business. I had to reinvent myself when I got divorced to go from that identity of being a married woman and and mother with someone else's name. I, I had to reinvent myself. And it, you know, I would say uh, through faith, um, peace, um, knowledge, get, getting out there, understanding that there are resources to help you navigate through these challenges and, uh, and resilience. You know, that is how I got through them all. You know, Women, Happy Women's uh, History Month, you know, um, celebrate. Uh, being a a woman, celebrate um, what it means to, um, you know, achieve your goals. And, 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 and one thing I would, if I could put out a, a challenge, if if I could pull out, put out a challenge to women and honor women's history month is my challenge would, would be to you to whatever your goal is, put a, preparation and action plan in place. I don't care if it's cleaning out your closet, cleaning out your garage, getting a promotion, being in a new house at the end of the year, buying a new car, whatever your goal is, put it in writing, put it in action. Cause I've always had a one year, a three year and a five year plan sometimes. And, and because if we don't put our goals in writing and, and create an action plan, they'll, they'll just always be a dream. So I challenge you to turn your dreams into action by putting a plan into place and celebrate that goal because you will get it. I had I did that to get my doctorate. I did that to start my business. I did that to purchase my home. That we have to prepare and utilize resources, knowledge that is available for uh, to us to achieve our goals and let nothing stop you. Become unstoppable. Have a one-year three-year, and five-year plan, and I I guarantee you, you will achieve your goals. I'm going to take that challenge. That's a good one. Because spring is here. It's time to start new. And yes. yeah. And you know what? If you sit down, there may be some things that you, had, you, that you forgot that you longed for and desired that you might sit down. I'd like that putting pen to paper. Speaking of paper, that's why that's what that's why Weight Watchers works. Why? Because you have to keep a record and an accountability. You, you, when you track journal accountability, it really works, and and it it put it it causes you to take action. Yeah, and I find that when you take action, you're not scared and doubtful and fearful and anxiety ridden. And and you also can celebrate successes. You can say, oh, my God, look what I did. I did accomplish that, no, no matter how small the, the task. Well, you know what? It's so funny because I was cleaning out the garage and cleaning out some drawers and closets. And I found a notebook and I opened it up. And in there was a note to myself, really getting on myself because I had not started writing my book. And I was saying, you can't, you just, you know, you can't let the story die in you, which is what Dr. Maya Angelou had told me. And I was writing about how I dreamed of getting this book done. And I'm thinking today, today it's on bookstore shelves if you want to go get it, you know, but, but, and that was like one of those moments where I said, wow, talk about a big win. Because I remember that girl who was sitting there about to crack her chest open because that story had to get out. 
and Absolutely. having that conversation and cutting that contract with myself that that story was going to get out. And today, you know, I'm working on the screenplay and the audio book's about to come, you know. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's girl. Beautiful. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Well, I said, look at all the things that are happening with streaming today. I mean, that's something else that happened under COVID. And all this opportunity to tell our stories, why not? I mean, that's another way of reinventing something that you already reinvented, you know? So it's, yes, right. um, it's exciting and keeps you creative and keeps you busy, you know, Keep, keeps your product going. You talked well, about, you know, some of our- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I look forward on. to celebrating that with you. I look forward to well, celebrating that, that with you when it hits the screen. Well, listen, girl, we, gonna, we are definitely gonna celebrate because it's, I tell you, a labor of love for sure. But I'm so inspired by people that we love, like Dr. Maya Angelou. Do you know, she she did not write I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings until she was in her 50s, directed her wow. first film in her 70s. And on her way out to glory in her 80s, she was still, she had 16 projects, one of which was putting her cage, or putting her um, poetry to rap music caged bird wow. songs and you can go online and find it and listen to it but we think about women in history and we we have been very blessed to have been touched our lives personally by some of the most historic women um like the dr maya angelos and even women who are still with us the dr johnetta coles and the rest how do these women who are your favorite women who are making history or who are part of history who have truly inspired your life well, Dorothy Height really inspired me. Um, Spelman woman. She, <laughs> yes, she 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 truly inspired me with all that she has done for women. Uh, Dr. Maya, I had a chance to drink coffee out of her china at her table, and she autographed a portrait for me of herself, and I still have that hanging in my home. And every time I'm discouraged, I looked at at it. Um, Dr. Janetta Cole, who you know, you know, is like a godmother to me and has supported me in everything that I've ever wanted to do and, and inspired me uh, to want to to be Dr. Sheila Robinson. And my mother, my mother who believed in me when I didn't believe in myself at some of my lowest times in my life when I went through divorce because I ended up divorcing at 49 years old. And I was like, what is a 50-year-old woman going to do? How can I start over? And you know that little saying, you know, somebody told me one time that the saying is that when a woman divorced, a man does 10 times better and a woman does 10 times worse. And and I, the look on my face must have been, and she said, but if somebody could change that statistic, it would be you. And it's because <laughs> of the, uh, but because of the, the mother that I had, and and what she saw in me and how she inspired me and the love, love is very powerful. The love she had for me, I did end up 10 times better. Mm. Well, you and know, my something. mother turned 88. She turned 88 years old on Monday and she still is one of my sheroes. Oh, that is so wonderful. Sheila, that's such a a nice note to, to end on that as we remember women in history, Let's not forget the history our own mothers made, including creating us. But you, yeah. know, you think about the things that they did not have at their fingertips and they were able to, to pull things together, give us a good life and, and, and inspire us to do the best. 
Sheila, I am so proud of you. I am always following you because it's a delight to see you celebrate women, always celebrating women in progress and leadership. And um, I just want to thank you so much. And we'll be right back with more on Rolanda On Demand right after this. It's Rolanda. Ro, she said, I sit here and wash my dishes listening to you. Oh, that's and great. And she said, you're my kitchen companion. That's what the whole thing is that you talk about and I talk about, too. Is That is going for your dreams, trying something new, not being afraid to fail. We need to have passion in whatever we do. Without that passion, which is where the center of our creativity is, you're not going to have a fulfilling life. There's more Rolanda next. Talk. Listen. Connect. Just a quick reminder to follow me on social media all throughout the week at Rolanda Watts. And check out my website, Rolanda.com. And for those of you who are interested in voice acting, my voice acting masterclass is going to start up again soon. Another session. I want you to be in it. Check me out, Rolanda.com. You can find out all the information. Have a wonderful day and please stay safe. And whether you stay at home or you go out there with your mask on, just remember, do something good. Please leave a review and a rating. I would love that. And download some archives. There's some good shows back there. And tell a friend. I'm Rolanda Watts and you've been listening to Rolanda On Demand. Many thanks to Wayne Lindsay for his rendition of Before I Let Go. Thank you, Wayne. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.